What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wolves of Investing podcast. This podcast was originally aired as a video on the Wolves of Investing YouTube channel. As always, we are not financial advisors. This content is based on opinions presented as is without warranty for entertainment purposes only. This is not financial nor any other kind of professional advice. Investments and securities involve risk of loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This is not a securities offering. Please seek advice from a professional before making any financial decisions. Today, we're going to talk about context logic, which goes by the stock ticker WISH. Wish is an e-commerce company that's hyper-focused on selling unbranded products at a significant discount to branded alternatives. It's a relatively new public company having just gone public last year in December of 2020. And in that time, it's also become a popular Reddit meme stock. One of my Patreons requested this video, so I decided to do some due diligence on this company. And I currently do not have a position in this company. In this video, I'm first going to give a high-level overview of context logic. Second, I'm going to go over my bull case for the stock. Third, I'm going to go over my bear case. And fourth, I'm going to go over my game plan on if and how I plan to invest in this stock. All this right after. I am not a financial advisor. This video is for entertainment purposes only. Learn to invest like a wolf at your own risk. What's up everyone? Welcome back to my channel, Wolves of Investing. My name is Donnie Nguyen and I'm the founder of Wolves of Investing. If you're new, my channel is primarily about investing in the stock market. If you wanna learn how to achieve financial freedom through investing, be sure to click on the subscribe button and notification bell if you haven't yet. And please remember to drop a like on this video if you enjoy it, as it truly helps out the channel. And be sure to check out my Patreon if you want to get more insights into my SPAC portfolio or my growth-oriented long-term portfolios, or if you just want to support the channel. And also, be sure to check out my free Discord to talk about SPACs and other stocks with other members of the Wolves of Investing community. So without further ado, Let's get right into it. Context Logic is an e-commerce company that's hyper-focused on selling unbranded products at a significant discount to branded alternatives. Context Logic owns the Wish app, which was the number one most downloaded shopping app from 2017 to 2019. Wish is a mobile-first platform with over 90% of its customers using its mobile app. It touts 100 million monthly active users. It's available in over 100 countries, has over 500,000 merchants, and has shipped over 640 million items. How would I describe the Wish app? It's very much like AliExpress. It sells tons of items that are typically drop shipped from China and that many would describe as cheap knockoffs. For those of you who aren't familiar with AliExpress, another way I would describe Wish's app is like a cross between Pinterest and Amazon. It's like Pinterest because of the highly addictive, never-ending sea of content you get when scrolling through the Wish app. 
And it's like Amazon because the items being sold are rated by customers and it even has a verified by Wish shoppers label on some items, which is very similar to Amazon's verified purchase label. The difference between Wish and Amazon is that Wish is targeting a different demographic than Amazon's customer base. If I had to describe Amazon's customers, I would say that it's mostly middle class and up in terms of income. Due to Amazon Prime's annual fee, which is currently $119, Amazon may exclude a lot of people in the lower end of the income spectrum. That's where the Wish app shines. The median annual household income of a Wish buyer is around $50,000. Around 75% of Wish users have an annual household income less than $75,000. As an Amazon Prime customer, I love the convenience of two-day shipping and sometimes one-day shipping and even same-day shipping from Amazon. Items on Wish may take a couple of weeks to reach its customers. But Wish customers don't mind the inconvenience because those items, even after the shipping costs, are so cheap relative to Amazon's comparable items. For example, this ratchet belt on Amazon that I suspect was made in China sells for $19.99. A similar belt on Wish sells for $7. Wish also customizes your view. As you can see, the first time I looked at this belt, it looked like this. But the second time I looked at this belt, just a few minutes later, it added the almost gone sign to it. Wish's algorithm also customizes your view based on your viewing history. For example, I looked at a Star Wars product one time. After that, it showed me three more Star Wars products over the next minute. It also uses gamification, which is a tool that Robinhood and Webull use to make their apps more entertaining. Wish has things like spin the wheel or add this item to your cart within the next four minutes to unlock a cheaper price. So I gotta say the app is designed very well and definitely makes you wanna shop around. Now let's take a look at Wish's leadership. Wish was founded by Peter Solcheski, who serves as its CEO. As a software engineer and early employee at Google, he helped build Google AdWords into a $30 billion a year enterprise and Google AdSense, which is $10 billion a year and he helped improve the relevance of Google search. Wish's newly hired CTO was a senior director of software engineering at Google, and he was also a chief architect at eBay. And they also brought on Jackie Recess as executive chair earlier this year. She was previously executive chair at Square, and she also served on the board of directors of some high profile SPACs such as Shamath Palihapitiya's Social Capital Hita Sophia and Bill Ackman's Pershing Square Tontine Holdings. So Wish definitely has an impressive leadership team. Now let's take a look at some of the financials and other metrics. Wish's Q1 2021 revenues increased from $440 million to $772 million for a year-over-year -year growth of 75%. Gross profit grew 54% from $284 million to $437 million. Operating expenses increased 66% from $338 million to $563 million. 
Net losses increased from negative $66 million to negative $128 million. And net loss increased from negative $66 million to negative $128 million. Now if we look at the balance sheet, Wish had $1.62 billion in cash and total liabilities of $1.069 billion. Their balance sheet is so strong that they even have enough cash to cover their entire liabilities. So this is very impressive. Free cash flow decreased from negative $129 million to negative $354 million. Adjusted EBITDA decreased from negative $51 million to negative $79 million. In early stage growth companies, I'm not too worried about negative free cash flow and EBITDA because the assumption is that once they scale, their profits will outpace their expenses. Monthly active users decrease from 109 million to 101 million. They attribute this decrease to be primarily driven by their decision to de-emphasize user acquisition in some emerging markets outside of Europe and North America, where they face logistical challenges due to the pandemic. Last 12 months, active buyers decreased from 63 million to 61 million, which Wish attributes to their actions to de-emphasize low value items, which tend to have high conversion rates, but unfavorable economics. The decrease in monthly active users and active buyers is concerning. So it's something to keep an eye on in future quarters. So what is my bull case for the stock? I consider Amazon and Etsy to be pretty good comparables for Wish. If we just compare Wish's Q1 year over year sales growth with Amazon and Etsy, and then look at the price to sales ratio of each company, we can see that Wish's revenue growth was 75%, Amazon's was 44%, and Etsy was 141.5%. Amazon has a PS ratio of 4.4, Etsy has a PS ratio of 12.95. Given that Wish's revenue growth was in between Amazon and Etsy's, I would expect its PS ratio to be somewhere around six but instead it sits at 1.98. If the true PS ratio should be around six, then we could potentially see the market revalue Wish's market cap and stock price to triple what it is today. How long would this revaluation take? It's hard to say, but assuming it does take place at all, my guess would be that it would happen sometime in the next two years if Wish continues to have strong revenue growth. Wish closed at $9.18 on Friday. So in my bull case, I'm targeting a stock price of approximately $28 in the next two years for a return of 200%. So what is my bear case? The main bear case that I have is that the company is overestimating the market demand for the Wish app. If that's the case, then rather than seeing years of robust growth, we could see weak and inconsistent revenue growth. If that's the case, then the market may continue to assign a low PS ratio for the stock. And the stock may go sideways or just grow at a slower pace than the overall stock market. So what is my game plan? As a long-term investment, I'm gonna pass on context logic at this time. I really like the story and the growth prospects, but I prefer to invest in companies in which I use and like the product, or in which I would really like to use the product if given the chance. I've never bought anything from the Wish app, 
and I don't have any plans to anytime soon. And in my experience, it's a lot easier to invest in stocks of companies whose products you enjoy using because you're gonna have a leg up on Wall Street analysts who may have never used the product before and are just covering the stock because they have to for their job. And when you have that inside knowledge from being a customer, you're gonna make much better buy, sell, and hold decisions on the stock. As many of you may know, this is what allowed me to buy Roku under $40 shortly after the IPO and continue to hold it even though there have been many FUD articles along the way. So as a long-term investment, I'm gonna pass on Context Logic for now. However, even though it's not a high conviction stock for me like Roku, I do like the stock at this price and I wouldn't mind owning it. Because of this, I think that Wish could be a good candidate to sell cash secured puts on. For example, a cash secured put option on the $9 strike expiring in 19 days on August 13th looks interesting. This option's last price was 75 cents, which would give us a premium of $75 per contract. In the worst case, the stock closes below $9 at expiration and I'd be forced to buy 100 shares at $9 per share for a total of $900. Assuming the stock price doesn't fall too low, I could turn around and sell a covered call on my newly assigned shares using the wheel strategy. So that's one play I may consider using on this stock. All right, so let me know what you think about Context Logic. Are you planning to invest in Context Logic? Drop me a line in the comments. Be sure to leave a like on this video before leaving. Thanks for watching, and I will see you next time.